Something's going on. The air is thick with conspiracy, which makes a nice change to the emissions from Cubicle 3, but still. The Huttonites are up to something. All along the parade, they are winking at one another, passing knowing looks between one another and smiling. That's the worst part. No one on Hutton Orbital has any business smiling at people. It's unnatural. It's subversive. And the windows of the HAB buildings have all sorts of fresh produce on display. There are artichokes next to cabbages, a pair of pears, a watermelon at a 45 degree angle, and, well, the one with the cucumber and the turnip. Well, that's just rude. Gusto has gone for the obvious approach and has opened a stall selling suggestively shaped vegetables. But even he has some things on display I can't quite work out. I point to a kiwi fruit laid in a Tupperware bowl with a maraschino cherry and seven blueberries. What does that mean? I ask innocently. Oh, that... He leers and leans in close so I can smell the cheap booze and McThargoid's tentacle dip on his breath. That means our mic's alive. Good evening, everybody. I'm Sandy Kravis, and I've carved my surname into the side of a mango, then put it in the sitting room window. I'm getting quite a lot of interest. I'm Wilma Fingerdoo, and I left a steak chips and roasted cherry tomatoes next to my window. It didn't mean anything. It was just my tea. But I have orders from Just Scoff. I'm Mia Harkness, and I've deep-fried all of my fruit and veg in batter. I don't know if it's code for anything, but it certainly attracts other Scottish people. I'm Wankare, and I like my fruit sliced, put into a glass and drowned in Centauri Megagin. I don't know what it means, but it tastes delicious. Mm. I'm Nomus Knuckers, and I've had to take all of Pampas grass out of my front garden. People kept turning up at the door, jangling their ship keys and wiggling their eyebrows. Look, that was just one time and then station security told me to stop. Let's just get on with the headlines. High risk hijinks as Hyrox rocks 671 and takes Hutton to the brink. Pilots Federation goes periodical. Too hot, too messy, week 37 update. Thargoids get creative with their ships. Hutton's sounding the big klaxon, but not in Avic for a change. Commander Snuggles McKeague, Hutton BGS guru and monitor of all things marked PANIC, was awoken from his slumber earlier in the week by a big flashing red warning on his console. Expecting it to be Avic, again, he promptly mashed the snooze button and fell back to sleep again. 
only to be woken a day later by an even bigger red flashing light and a small buzzer. Time for the snooze button again. After all, Avic was always pulling the panic cord, and as the system who called Wolf, he wasn't letting it bother his beauty sleep yet again. Maybe a little message to the custodians to go mop it up again with the pop gun and the pocket slingshot. By day three of being awoken, he rubbed the sleep from his eyes and took a look at the screen. Ross, six, seven, one. What? What? Yes, the Hutton system of long-standing, originally brought under Alfin's dominion by the actions of commanders including Klopster and his mighty Gloppita Gloppita machine, was a big red flashing klaxon sounding emergency system. Usually as stable as it comes, and a plentiful source of Hutton bounties for Hutton, the political team there had been cut back to one careful overseer and someone to sweep the dust off the pads. The enemy? Well, we've all heard of green energy, the kind of thing that's made by puffs of wind or wibbly-wobbly waves bobbing up and down, or maybe a little bit of sunshine, and so no one had paid attention to the Hyrox Blue Energy Corporation. Just a fad, like almond milk in your latte, or those heat source pumps governments were trying to insist were far better for your household than the standard edition nuclear power stations. What Hutton failed to notice was that there weren't any blue energy generating corporations. There was a blue energy dispensing corporation. And by dispensing, we mean shooting. And by blue, we mean beam lasers. And they'd spent exorbitant amounts of arcs on them. Needless to say, Hutton's crack BGS team swung into action, and after three days of ignoring the alert entirely, started the long haul of taking the Hyrox blue energy, folding it neatly and stuffing it where the sun doesn't shine. Which is not a good location for green energy either, though it is known for being a little windy. The Attic Attack and other commanders, including a number of Hackswing, who appear to be on a little R&R expedition from Spanking Tharg, have been hard at work at it in Ross 671, and it appears that the word has work has turned. We've now lifted the big shiny mirror up to blue Hyrox beams, and Hutton are in the process of not losing as fast as we can. Balanced on a knife edge, the final day of the the final day is a winner-takes-all situation, and Commander Chicks has more information on what to do later in the broadcast. The Pilots' Federation, based at Jinrata Desra, are the publishing wing of the power behind the power behind the galaxy. Forget your faction, nor your powers, or even your superpowers, though we think the X-ray vision's quite a cool one. The PF's where the real action is. New ships being issued, it's PF that rubber stamps the designs. Applying for a faction of your very own, well, it used to be them, but everyone was getting very silly with the names and abandoning them like last century's Tamagotchis to beat plaintively out there in the black and clog up everyone's shipboard panels. Updates to the software in your ship? Well, they're the guys and girls that build the cunning installer that makes the beepy things go beep better. The wibbly things wibble a little more, and of course the docking computer find new and interesting ways to interact with the scenery. In recent years, they've been putting out live broadcasts every two weeks, totting up what great pictures the galaxy has been sending in via Tony Hart-style gallery, shamelessly robbing from other great broadcasters, for instance this very show and of course Galnet News Digest, and of course giving away stonking good pots of paint for you to draw daisies on your diamond back and patterns on your python. With Commander Gambit finally living up to his name and retiring create some kind of 
and retiring to create some kind of poopy casino at the edge of popularity space. Apparently he's adept at both the craps and the blackjack. The PF's media team have been left with a little limp. With only three wheels on their wagon, two at the front, one at the back, they decided to become a monthly periodical. As with all great monthly publications, whether that be the subscription magazine that promises you after 100 editions you can build your own cardboard crate, or Time and Space magazine complete with glossy cover photoshoot, they're looking to put together a bumper edition in a slightly less frequent output level, giving Arf and the also pink PWAF pilot more time to hone their content, polish their pictures and of course come up with cunning teasers that keep you on the edge of your seat for four whole weeks. Of course, the usual individuals have been fast to run through the sh studio shouting DOOM at everyone, but as we know on this very broadcast station, making these things look just the way they do and bang up to date takes a long time, by which time they are not up to date anymore, so we cobble them together in 30 minutes before the show. The PF have of course substituted one of their broadcasts for an in-person visit and they are taking their particular blend of anarchic space to the Science Museum in South Britain, or oh, that's on Old Earth, in Seoul. They have, for some reason, invited LCU Noel Fool like one, but we don't know whether he's giving a lecture on the dangers of cloning or making a salt on the buffet, as he's proper Hank Marvin. Beyond that, keep your eyes peeled for your monthly edition of Frameshift Live, and don't forget to cut out the free coupons for your cardboard anaconda. After 37 weeks, or 9 months, Too Hot Too Messy, the Hutton-led initiative to deliver a Hutton mug and Centauri Megagen to all the stations in the galaxy, has reached almost 69,000 deliveries. That's my favourite number, times 1,000. Last week was down significantly on the previous weeks, in fact, with only 869 deliveries. It is the second lowest week ever and the four-week average has fallen to below 1,400. Two new commanders have joined in the effort in this last week, leaving 286 commanders representing 94 squadrons. Hutton still has the largest contingent, with 77 commanders who have delivered over 33,000 mugs, but this is less than half the total. So thanks to all the other squadrons taking part and delivering more than, than the other half. The Buckyball Racing Club are still in second place with over 4,000. The Winged Hussars are in third with over 2,800. The Paladins are in fourth with 1,800. The Burr Pit are fifth with 1,400. The Undead are sixth. The Anti-Xeno Initiative are in seventh after becoming the eighth squadron to have broken the 1,000 mug mark. 60-odd mugs ahead of the Soterra Accord in eight. Commander Chicks is still leading the delivery table with over 9,000 mugs delivered. Some say he's been watching noisy, pretty things zoom about instead of delivering mugs. Water81 is second with over 8,000 deliveries, ahead of Nemb in third with over 5,000, and Shay Blackwood is in fourth, just shy of 4,000. Ahead of Infinite Dreamer in fifth on 2,500, the 1000 Club now has 11 members. Of course, now with... No, we know all this because it's tracked live in the Too Hot Too Messy event page on the Hutton Helper. In addition to trying to impress the station barman with your mugging prowess, there is a chance to win a real-world, handle at a jaunty angle, 
dishwasher unsafe, Hutton mug. Any commander that delivers 10 mugs and gin in the coming week will be entered into next week's draw to win a real Hutton mug. Unless, of course, you already have one. 35 lucky commanders have accomplished this so far, and you can see a little golden mug next to their names at the top commander's table. Last week's winner was Dart Virtual, who also won a Hackswing mug the same day. Keep listening for this week's winner to be announced in the banter bit after the news. If you had delivered 10 mugs and gin a week in every week since the start, eight months ago, you would have racked up 370 deliveries next to your commander name. And only 32, or nearly one in nine of commanders who have signed up, have actually managed this. If you haven't, why not give it a try and share the burden? In order to join in the fun, you'll need to sign up by downloading the Hutton Helper from hot.forthemug.com forward slash download. And then you can sign up and your mug and gin deliveries will be automatically registered for you by Antarius Fusion's artificially intelligent Nexus 8 replicant hamsters, which come with a limited lifespan but real lab-grown fur. Back when Dargoids were a memory, or maybe just a little bit of a worry at the back of everyone's mind, and humanity hadn't been subjected to all manner of green caustic clouds, strange gnarbling sounds and of course lightning attacks, Dark the Mighty and his mini minions, we haven't seen any mighty ones yet, had seeded huge chunks of space with what had turned out to be Thargoid probes. Bring your ship near one of them and prod it in just the right way and it made a noise. A noise that contained a picture of your ship, which it promptly beamed back to the boss over at Tharg HQ. Tharg the Mighty has a gallery on his or her of or their wall. It's one of those pictures made up of lots and lots of little pictures. It's a picture of his or her or their mum or dad or, well, you get the idea. But all the little itsy bitsy pictures are you in your ships. Your viper, your sidewinder, that bit round mummy or daddy Tharg's eyes is probably the curve of an imperial clipper and his or her or their nose. Well, looks an awful lot like Hanky's Corvette. Tharg took a look at the mighty mini fleet of itsy bitsy little eight-sided geometric shapes and little Earl the scavenger and was jealous. Jealous of the asp having a brother called the asp explorer or the two flavours of ever-so-metrosexual diamondback, or two types of eagle, or one-and-a-half cobras. It was after this jealousy turned to rage that Tharg ordered his or her mighty mega-factories to start churning out new Thargoid ships, at a rate that stopped him or her posting things on Thargobook about how it was an outrage that there weren't hundreds of new ships and they didn't all cost real money to buy and fly. It was then that the Basilisk and the Medusa, the Cyclops and the Hydra were created and Tharg was happy. Just because they could, the shipyards added the ever so flatulent Orthus. But, being, but even that didn't keep Tharg happy. 
with all the rumours in recent days that Tharg has demanded even more. And it needs to be spiky, like a radio ship kit. The kind of thing that catches in your claws on the good walk in the countryside and makes you itch. Which begs the question, what are they going to call it? We've looked through our Greek mythology and have a few ideas. Could it be the Kraken? Possibly not. And that's big, which means it's probably at the centre of the maelstrom. How about a Gorgon? Well, we've already got a Medusa. Commander Psychic has suggested it's a Harpy. We like that one, famous for abducting people and torturing them on the way to the underworld. Just the kind of thing Thargoids like to do to unsuspecting wedding barges that can't get their vows written in time. But we think these aren't spiky enough, so we're going to go with a stonking big minotaur. Horny as heck and massively snorty, enough to terrify even the boldest of Haxwing into thinking twice about saying ole and instead going cowardly custard. With the next update on the horizon, no, not four horizons. We've only got weeks before our ship systems will be able to identify this newcomer and whatever threat it poses. Or, of course, it could be the other Thargoid faction, the ap- apologetic, polite one, the Canada of Xeno relations, which would make it a moose. After a few weeks of relative calm in Hutton space, one system is the focus of much attention this week, and it is one of the six getting themselves noticed for not the best reasons. More on those stories coming up. At the bottom of the pile, on a miserable 26, is Ross 671, where a war for control of the system broke out at the weekend. Initially, Hutton started on top, then lost three days in a row, leaving us... 3-1 down and within hours of losing one of our longest held systems. Murmurs in the station bar intensified into cries of panic. And so far, Hutton commanders have pulled it back to 3-2. Today's efforts have not yet been verified, so it will be either all square at 3-3 or we'll have lost the system to the Blue Hyrux Corporation. Head over to Ross 671 and fight for Hutton. Stop press. It's a draw. 3-3. Three, three. Get in there and turn those blue high rocks into brown low rocks. One more day, truckers. Almost 10 points higher on 35 is our most popular system. Epsilon Indy is recovering from last week's outbreak. There is nothing else going on in the system, so now is an ideal opportunity to jump in and boost Hutton's fortunes. Usually bottom of the heap, Barnard Star is the first of two systems on 38, the second being LP525-39. A point higher on 39 are two more systems, George's Pants and 36 Ofiuki, who are slowly recovering from previous advert states, but with a few days of bed rest and a high-fibre diet, they'll be ballooning the duvet and having the nurses throwing open the windows before you know it. In minor news, we are retreating from Acadia, one of our many misfired expansions from last year. 
At the overachieving end of the Hutton Systems table, we have five systems on or above 60%. We should find out where we've expanded to from Y0855-0714 in the next couple of days. Likely nowhere good, looking at the list of possibilities. Priorities this week are, if you want to truck something, boost Epsilon Indy while the coast is clear. And if you want to shoot something, win the last day of the war in Ross 671. Seamless. Well, fair, fairly seamless. Uh, I mean, it wasn't looking good two hours ago. No, I mean, compared to two hours ago, it's... it's wasn't looking good 24 still... minutes ago. <laughs> well, this is true. I mean, two hours ago, we didn't even have a script. 24 minutes ago, ago, we didn't have a stream deck. Two hours ago, I don't think we had a gym, did we? Uh, no, it was looking dodgy no. for me being here and pushing buttons tonight. Mm-hmm. I've been having a lot of fun in work recently, and all sorts of fun <laughs> and games and shenanigans are ensuing. And nice. thank, thanks ensuing. to that, ensuing. Thanks to that, right. I'm, I'm off to um, Hamburg on Sunday, seven o'clock in the awesome. morning. I, I, my ticket out there is fixed and solid. My ticket back, which may be the following Friday, is adjustable, flexible. editable, flexible, variable, and may or may not be on that day, and may or may not be back to England. And may or may not be on an aeroplane. Oh, it'll definitely be on an aeroplane eventually. Yeah, it's not so bad. I get to see our office in Hamburg for a week of very long days. Yeah. Wow. You know how to to live. I do, don't I? Yeah. You can immerse yourself in the culture. Yeah, but I I prefer going to the Munich office to that. Preferably an October sort of time. (laughs) Is Is it the... Is it Reaper Barn in Hamburg? Okay. Um, it was a red light district in Hamburg, I forget. I don't know, but I think some of the hotels they're putting us up are pretty close to it. Out of, Excellent. Excellent. Out of four people in my team, we are in four different hotels, according don't to go, what we could actually find rooms in. Yeah, play it safe, Jim. Don't, don't go near the windows. Yep. Yeah, especially not when you pampas grass. No. <laughs> Just n- nicely played, Mary in HR. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so, so, I'm, so I'm afraid I won't be here for the show next week, chaps and chapesses. No, no, oh, we're not stuck with him, are we? Oh, well, we're, we're, oh we're, no, it's a it's a green room as well. It's a perfect oh, storm. No. Oh, no. Oh, it, no, 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 no. Da- da- four David, hour show. David's not available either. Oh. Ah. Uh-huh. Mm. We, we are working on the emergency button pushes. We think we think that the good commander Overlight might be available. He thinks he is. Oh, so. okay. oh yeah. Do you or, know? Um, we, we, or we can have we a crash course for Amelia Romia. I can I can hear yeah. Amelia sulking from here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I just got my stream deck today. Yeah. Well, if if David has time to train you up, or if Sean can be found the time to train you up, then you're a viable option for next week, and it'll be um, Sean has, a baptism Sean has in fire. But time. The good news is I have the stream deck. The bad news is I have no room on my desk to put it. Oh no! Bigger desk. Oh, you can balance it on your lap. It's fine. Oh, I'm picking a big up a bigger desk this weekend. I hope. <laughs> Just tear a door off its hinges. That's a desk. <laughs> When did you go with it? When did you go with it? The end for your desk because you were you were having debates about that, weren't you? 
Well, I mean, my old my my old computer desk, which which my mother bought for me when I was like eight, Just is solid pine, and she still has it. So yeah. I'm going to go visit my mother this weekend, and, and I'm going with the back seats down in the car. In the car, fight yeah. off the woodworm. <laughs> when I was eight, we didn't down. have computers. Oh God! In my day, we didn't have <laughs> yeah. desks. The thing is, the you, prices of desks nowadays are almost as much as you pay for a bloody computer. Search for mm. table instead of desk. Mm. That, that depends that's, on whether it's a gaming I'm computer or not. Get I mean, that, I want I want a nice off. desk. You know, I'm going to be doing a lot on this desk, so I want a nice desk, and the best yes. desk. Is my my desk, which is yeah. solid pine. Mm. It's really nice. Yeah. Is it going to go in the car? I have no idea. We'll find out this weekend. Hooray! <laughs> I, 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 I have plans on actually making a desk when I get round to it. Ooh. I've got my eyes Ooh. on a piece of. Um, it's uh, made out of strips, but it's a solid oak. It's designed as a kitchen countertop, but it's going to work beautifully as a desk. Oh yeah. Uh, I found some gorgeous uh, wrought iron legs that will work underneath it to keep it up in place. Yeah, nice. And I'm going to assemble a desk that's just the size and shape I want. I've been planning this for slightly over a year now, so don't hold your breath. (laughs) Why don't you just use the dining room table like the rest of us? Because we haven't Uh, got a dining room table. We haven't got a dining room. We don't have a dining room. I don't have a dining room. Or a table. Only posh people have dining rooms. Where do you have dinner parties? Rich people have dining rooms. (laughs) At restaurants or friends' houses. (laughs) On the couch. friends with dining room. <laughs> on the couch in the front garden. Yes. On, on the couch on, on, your, tray knees, on your knees. <laughs> yeah, we've got a selection of trays. Oh, lordy. What's the world coming to? Oh, no, I don't it's not, know. It's, anyway. not, it's not coming to your house for a dinner party, put it that way. <laughs> Unless we're invited, in which case I hope you got enough for everybody. What I would say is, at least we all know we can go to each other's houses for a dinner party and everybody will get the... The vibe. I mean, if, yeah. if you invite chicks along, it's going to be like, well, well, I've worn my cravat. <laughs> I don't own a cravat, thank you. We got to oh, get do, him a do, do you rent it? Yeah. Do you rent it? No. Yeah. yeah, never worn one. Never would. Ridiculously. You know, How about a rough? So well, with that moustache, it would. And the and the pith helmet and the checky shirt and the cargo pants shorts and the yeah, I'm just seeing the whole outfit now. Uh, I need eye bleach. <laughs> oh, do you know what would make them wear it? See if you got one with HMS Belfast crest on it. <laughs> I, I, I'm always really relieved when you say fast in the middle of that because I'm just dreading it going somewhere else instead. <laughs> Every time. Yes. yes. Right, okay. shall, we, shall we move on? Yeah, no. did anyone see the Frontier live stream? <laughs> Ooh, was there a live stream? Um, well, a Frontier been, live stream? It's been such a long time, hasn't it? It'll be such a long time till the next one as well, from what well, I hear. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's it's bi-weekly. It's it's become bi-fortnightly. Quadra-weekly. That's monthly to the uh, night shift. No, yeah, no, no, no. It's, it's not. It's not every thirty or thirty-one days. It's quadra-weekly. And do you remember the? Um, no. Do you remember the elite partner program? We were so keen to. Uh, oh yeah. Dimly. Well, they, yeah, they've they've opened it up. To, I know I'm jumping ahead in the script here, but uh, they've opened it up to a new uh, a new intake. Or, Ooh. You know. um, and they've revised the requirements for participation, which is now three and a half thousand average views per video. Oh, good grief. We're gone. I, 
I, yeah, last, exactly. I did a little week, checkup on ours. Oh, last last week was thirty-seven. Yeah. <laughs> it must have been causing them a fortune in broken skateboards. <laughs> three three weeks ago was forty-eight, so that's a screwed. Anyway, yes, there was a frontier live stream. Woo, woo! And the first one for four weeks, and the first mm. one, or the only one, for the next four weeks as well. Um, so excuse me while I move my headphones and scratch my ear. Um. So yes, it was hosted by Arf. I think you mispronounced Arse there. <laughs> there you go. You can see uh, see Arf, and he's is uh, that an his Elite Odyssey sweatshirt. So is it just me, or is Arf's head doing the O and Sally doing the seven? That's pretty good, isn't it? You'd have I'm, to uh, introduce me to your uh, drug dealer. Um. Yeah. So. What I was going to say about the partner program, you remember we were all excited that we could, uh, people would be able to earn paint jobs by watching mm. our streams. Well, <laughs> there aren't any paint jobs and there were none today either. I know the weather has been confusing us about the seasons, but this is, uh, this is, this is enough. Mm. And in the script, it says no PJs. Oh, Ooh, sleeping naked. Yes. Who, who, who put these appealing gags in this yeah. script? That, oh, that I'm not doing those. They might be associated. That explains Arthur's expression there. Look, <laughs> no PJs. Oh. <laughs> 90s are fine, though, as are dressing gowns, but not. What's wrong with smoking jackets? Pearson wrote that, didn't he? And what's wrong with smoking hats? I didn't know you got. Is that those wee round flat ones with the mirrors on them? Mirrors? Yeah, they wee tiny mirrors on them as well. Well, the, the whole point about smoking tech and smoking hats is you used you a bit like since when was it 2007-2008 when yeah, keep, when smoking indoors was banned in public spaces. Um, if you're gonna gonna burst into flames, you need to be outside where it's cold. So people used to wear smoking jackets and smoking hats. Yeah, but now they set the smoke alarms off. Yeah. Well, there are smoke alarms outside if they have any sense. So. What does a smoking hat look like then? It's it's a little sort of you know what a pillbox hat looks like, like I'm a little sure. little round hat. Oh, like Cecil's yeah. hat. Who <laughs> Cecil? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Cecil's hat. I imagine Cecil wearing it. Cecil's so it's it, it's a it. it's a little soft pillbox hat. Yeah, I know the one you mean. And they often have a tassel. Mm-hmm. Because of course they do. Uh, yeah, Amelia's ears just pricked up there. <laughs> mention of the word tassel. Tassels are good. They've only got tassel. one tassel though, so don't yeah, get any ideas. One tassel, yeah. yeah, you can wear two hats. No, they've got to be in pairs. <laughs> no, they don't. It depends where you're wearing them. If you can make um, them go in different directions. If they're going to be good, they've got to be in a pair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so So, um, events. Events, dear boy. Um, so Frontier are going to be at the Science Museum on May the 4th, be with you. Yes. Um, there is an event hosted by the Science Museum, and it's about sort of creation of worlds and science fiction and spaces and things. And since Frontier have basically built the Milky Way in a computer, all those very clever people. Um, anyway, the community uh, team, including Arf, Sally, Mr. Brewer himself, he of the... Uh, Fleet carrier Simon Brewer will be there, um, and some of the um, elite, dangerous streaming sort of community 
Psychic, uh, Alec Turner, Millstone Barn. Oh, and I'm going. Oh, Are and you going? I, well, I, I, I was invited by uh, Vantian to oh, be well. his plus one. So oh. you're going to be in that little yeah. tight black number for the night. Well, I did ask him, did I need to wear a frock? Yeah, you're going to be that. You're going to be the little spoon at the end of the night. And he said lots of lippy. I said, well, I can't really do lippy very well. You can do bottom lippy, but well, top yeah, lippy. I could do bottom lippy. I can't do yeah. top lippy. Top top lippy's occupied. Yes. And uh, Elsie, you'll be there. Um, Wother Wother Spout. It says here. <laughs> El will be there. Um, so it sounds like it's be a fun night. So um, yeah, just a couple of weeks, just, isn't it? Just not for you. <laughs> Star Wars Day. It is me the fourth. It is yeah. yes, and then the next is Revenge <laughs> of the Fifth. So it sounds sounds like that's going to be fun. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. And you get to feel all decadent for celebrating, you know, Frontier and all that on a and not yeah. Star Wars. And then you can get drunk and climb inside the Apollo Ten capsule. Well, if, if and get they, arrested. <laughs> is, is it Apollo Ten there? Which one is it then? Somebody's going to cry. I thought it was Apollo 15 off the top of my head. Oh, is it? Okay. Um, Not a clue. It could be Apollo 10. I, I can't remember. It's It's been a couple of years since it's been Science Museum. Why are they at the Science Museum? And well, the Science Museum are doing an event, and it's about um, creation of <clears throat> spaces um, in science fiction, I believe. Um, so, obviously, they're there. They're going to talk about Stellar Forge and how they built... You know, the Milky one, Way. To one model of the Milky Way, including lots of um, real places, planets, and stars, mm. and things, and it's all mm. very authentic. I think there's a you know, like 150,000 known bodies um, are in uh, Stellar Forge in the game. Yeah, of that order. I heard well, of... I know when Trappist One was found, they yes, they yeah. went out and redid that system because I think it was in Elite as a two mass. And they yes. went out and changed it to Trappist One and populated it. I think yeah, somebody would actually built the system. There was already a star in about the right place, and it already had a surprisingly accurate set of planets. It wasn't spot yeah. on, but it was pretty close. Was so close. they just yeah. tweaked it slightly and renamed it. Yeah. And uh, you know everything Kepler finds uh, or used to find. Yeah. Um, they do tend to put in. Is is in the game? So uh, we're going to be busy when uh, when. Uh, the Just Wonderful Space Telescope gets uh, gets into full stride. Mm. Mm. So, other community things. Do you remember the Do you remember the PC competition that ended on the fourth of April? Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I think yeah. I paid for that. Yeah, well, I was surprised to find out yesterday that it was still going. All oh, right. Okay, so and it didn't end on the fourth of April. Well, so, so you haven't lost it yet. No. I think it yeah. would run that PC. Look at that um, thing, though. Look at the case it's in and everything. That's it's yeah. pretty nice. Um, so fancy. What have you got to do to win you that? You have to, if you go onto the page, is it? I, I don't you have to link. do things like like the to, Facebook yeah. page, go yeah, so follow them on Twitter. Yes. Follow them on Twitter. Yes. Social media. Well, it's it's things, one of them maybe. ones. I know you don't do social media. I tried to avoid it, but I'm yeah. going to be doing it a lot if I'm going to be streaming, I guess. You yeah. Could, yeah. yeah. So anyway, you've got another two hours, 53 minutes to find the link and like all this stuff and sign up to Twitter. and 
to give you a one in 10,000 chance of winning that rather gorgeous oh, PC. I, I have no idea what the odds are, but it is a, it, a I was looking, I was looking through the specs a few weeks ago and it's, it's a 1490 graphics card. It's an absolute monster. Which so means you, it means you will need a second mortgage to, um, to well, actually run it if you want to pay the electricity bills. Yeah, he's buying your own power station too. Yeah, yeah. You also have to put the PC into your freezer. No, no, no. But it does save you on heating bills because that will warm your room up. Yeah, exactly. Lovely. And we have um, anything else coming up in the near future? Yeah. Do you remember that thing we weren't supposed to call DaveCon? Oh yeah, DaveCon. Oh yeah, yeah DaveCon. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, DaveCon, or ECM as it's being called these days, um, will be on the nineteenth of August, and it's at the Hilton. Saint I have Anne to say, Manor. Sally looks happy about it. <laughs> she was very. <laughs> yeah. Um, there are some tickets left, but don't hang around because they'll be going. They'll be gone yeah, very soon. I think fast. David has. David has put an update on uh, the yeah, the chat channel for us. He forgot to mention that we are measuring ECM in ducks. Any any day between when the tickets went on sale and the actual event is either a duck or a no duck day. And so far, we have had no no duck days. We have sold at least one ticket every day. So they're going fast. Yeah, we got to thirty five percent on the first night. Um, so, I, they're in the order of 25 to 30 left yesterday, I believe. Amelia? Well, yeah, I was going to say there was about 30 left yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Which means that we're going to have some duck days between now and then because there's more days than there are tickets left. Well, when there are no more ducks, does that mean... It means we're ducked. Yeah. Hmm. Verily. Mm. Yes. Verily ducked. Mm -hmm. yes. Am I right in thinking we're going to have a, a special guest star there as well? Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Yes. yes. It turns out Norman Lovett. Yeah. Who's Norman Lovett? Holly you know from who the Norman Lovett Holly. Is. I'm not asking for me. I'm asking for the listener. He's the, he's the, the one that, he's the the one that looks, like a, look, looks like a distinguished version of Arf. Yes. Um, he's going to be the quiz master, apparently. But who is mm -hmm. Norman Lovett? Mm -hmm. He's Holly from Red Dwarf. Red Dwarf. Yeah. He's Go. also Leo the voice pack and Leo the Kovas. Yes. Which I have. Yes. I have the Kovas. I have him on almost all my chips. He's brilliant. Yes. It's absolutely fabulous. Meet the voice pack in the flesh. It's not the voice pack that interests me. It's the Red Dwarf. It's the flesh, yeah. I know. It's Holly yeah, from the Flesh. <laughs> and who else will be there? We've already mentioned uh, some of them. Alec, Alec Turner. Two mentions in one show. Yeah. yeah. Alec Turner, three mentions. Phoenix Defire will hopefully be there with his teensy weensy, teeny tiny, itty bitty little ships. Oh, you forgot the Incy Wincy. They're the ones. You did forget Incy Wincy. Somebody else getting a second mention. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> no. Hopefully not. But you can if you like. Yeah. No, un okay. 
Unfortunately, LCU will be there, I'm afraid. It's nothing we can do oh, about it. He bought no. a ticket. We can't stop him. <laughs> I'm just, I just want to confirm for health and safety reasons there won't be a karaoke that night, will there? Uh, I cannot confirm that, no. Oh, God, no. We need to get that sorted out. R- Rumour has it that he's bought his just... own Mr. Microphone and he's planning on bringing it along. So. Oh, I su- no. suggest you just shove knitting needles into your eardrums now. Be safe. Shove knitting needles into his eardrums? That won't stop him. Won't stop him, mm-hmm. no. Yeah, it depends how far in you shove them. And Atrus fifty sixteen is gonna be there as well. Get it in theaters. And we will. One of a, of we a will probably be dragging him up front, live front and centre, to do his own piece in the live Hutton show that we're planning on putting on. Yeah, and we just poor, point at me, saying, "Do the voice, do the voice." Will Alvin and Snoz be there? I believe Snoz yes. says he was going. Yes. Yep, tickets are already booked and prepared. Nice. Mm. And Hanky? Oh, yeah, Hanky's going. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And Rampage, I believe. Rampage as well. Mm. And what about Nocti? Nocti, no. No, no, Nocti can't make it. It's uh, possibly the first one he's ever not been to, and it's a real shame, but uh, he has other engagements that week and just can't, sadly. What about Dead Meat? Uh, yeah, be we, we, we just can't we, keep him away from the damn things. Thing after. Yeah, 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 Black Ops, if yeah. you know, you know. It's like the upside down <laughs> pineapple, if you know, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, the, uh, the, the the great Even Star will be there, hopefully, with, ho- hopefully showing us his etchings. Yes. Mm. So um, he, he usually has his engraving rig set up and for a, a nominal fee in the charity tin, you know, five or ten or whatever you feel like giving. You yes. can get your own set of dog tags or coasters or little um, business cards or all sorts of stuff. And yeah. he does some amazing designs on them, so well worth a, a little punt. He does, does indeed. Yeah. Um, are you going, Jim? I certainly intend to. Good. We'll have a network win. Yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> are you going, Mia? I have the time I booked off going. work, so I hope I can get there. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't booked the time off work yet, but, you know, it's fine. Um, <laughs> and I haven't booked any time of work. But, oh, what no, could, what could possibly go wrong? Anyway, yeah. So I've, um, I'm still finding it about a lift. Um, I have mm. got a hotel room, and I've got and ticket, and ticket, and ticket, including dinner. I'm getting fed as well. This will be this. Well, this yeah. just gets better and better. It won't be doing fried. I've got to warn you. It's oh, a bit of it might yourself. be. Well, I've definitely got an hotel room, and Mm -hmm. I am told I have an ticket, but I haven't seen it yet, so I'm I'm trusting David on that one. Do you have a... a, um, How can I put this? Do you have a little spoon to go in your hotel room? (laughs) Uh, I'm all on my own in the hotel room. Good, yeah, yeah, it's probably for the best. I think I'm doing the same. Yeah, there's there's only space for me in a room. It's not too much. The price is quite good, and it's get breakfast. If you go yeah. with the, if you go with the, um, with the special, special rate, ECM yeah. rate, yeah, you get your breakfast as well. Special yeah. rates for special truckers and special non-trucker visitors. visitors. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, excited for that. Yeah, so that's one thing. This is not a Hutton trucker event. It's just massively overpopulated with truckers, and, <laughs> and anybody is welcome. You don't have to be a trucker to go. Yeah. Well, see, it's... I like to think of it as it is a trucker event, but we let other people come. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. Are you going, amazing. Are you going Amelia? Uh, what? Sorry. Are you going? 
I am. I, I yeah. even have a queen-size bed. Thought I'd splash out a bit. Nice. Ooh. Is so, Sandrine coming along too? Yes. Good. She can shout abuse at you in French while we're there. Yep, that's like the whole time. reason she goes. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> she can heckle you for the audience in French. Right. So we do know from the live stream that Sally is very excited about going. Yep. Yeah. There will oh, yeah. be, I believe it is five uh, Frontier people there. Oh, two nice. from the community team, three devs. They are not giving a panel. They are nope. not giving a presentation. They are nope. not on duty. They are there nope. to join in, enjoy themselves, and have a good time. Have fun. They're not working. They do feel free to chat does. to them. Feel free to engage with them in pleasant, pos positive ways. Feel free to buy them drinks. They will never complain about that. But yeah. don't harangue them, heckle them, and hassle them with questions, please. It sounds like what they've done is sent a quiz team. Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've sent a quiz team. That's don't about the only them. event they will be involved in. The only questions to ask them really are quiz questions because, you know, they wouldn't know anything else. Yeah. I believe the question seven in the quiz is where is Raxlar, but uh, I can't confirm that. Yet. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. Let's see if we can track them in off. The game is the answer. Is that a trick question? Yeah, yeah. it's in the game. We're trying, we're trying to track them we, up. We actually did that to them a couple of years ago, and they gave an in the game type answer. Mm. <laughs> well, well, yeah, it's worth a try. Sure that in the game is not not acceptable answer. Yeah, most accurate answer wins. So yeah. it's about about this point through the live stream where. Arf was talking about stuff. And um, all of a sudden, um, Sally's phone, Siri, voice, assistant, Kovas, <laughs> whatever, and <laughs> made some announcement. And they kind of looked at each other, and she just started to laugh and spat juice straight into Arf's face. <laughs> it, was like, it was like, hey. I am watching that VOD. Uh, a, 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 I can't believe you did that. B, I can't believe you did that on a live stream. <laughs> and C, I need to recover from this very quickly because there's five thousand people watching me. Anyway, it was quite quite funny. Oh, so they qualify. They qualify for the partner program. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't get a screenshot of that. Yeah. Well, he, he, he wouldn't have really. You had to. Yeah, he could have caught it in flight. Yeah, it's not like laughing after that. I don't, I don't <laughs> think Sally said anything for like 10 minutes. Ash used to it anyway. He's, he's used to that kind yeah. of thing anyway. He's um, been careful, to careful. Before. He's been to events with truckers before. Yeah, so anyway, watch, watch the live stream or the lime stream or whatever she was drinking. Um, it was quite funny. Fluid stream. Um, yes. Um, and the usual sort of stellar screenshots. Some really good ones too. People yeah. are getting quite uh, quite creative. Um, even managed to get most of the way through it without crate two uh, showing its face. Wow! Um, and then they had a guest, another um, another dev. In fact, a guest we haven't seen before. It's his first time. Um, they, he's been let out in public. Um, a chap called Curtis, and Curtis works with um, Tom Kewell. In fact, they sit next to each other. And Kurt is a scenario designer. So you do the usual thing. Who are you? What do you do? What's your job at Frontier? How long have you been here? When did you first start working on the Elite? And how did you get into this? So he started out by sort of saying... Well, With the like computer. Yes. He's, I, 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 you know, I've always liked computer games because I live somewhere quite rural and we didn't get out much anyway, like the rest of us. 
Um, but apparently he studied astrophysics and computer science at university, whereas Arf and Sally's eyes just widened. And then when he <laughs> said he had a master's degree in game design after that, they were just like, oh, eyes wide, <laughs> chin on desk. And then they went into a general sort of discussion about, without giving anything away, I must preface this, but nothing away about Update 15 or all the stuff he's worked on, and he's done a lot of stuff on things he called the caustic cabbages, which I thought was marvellous. Uh... Caustic cabbages. Mm. Are they the ones that you've left in the fridge for a week too long? Oh, no, that's, that's <laughs> it's at least a month till they go caustic, till they melt the uh, salad drawer. It's not melting the way through the bottom of the uh, the, the, the fridge case. Um. They did. We got the we got the picture. I was finished talking about that. Anyway, the picture. They they ran a little bit of um, combat, um, which showed a little peek into update fifteen, and it looks like a new kind of Thargoid. Were they watching it through a set of Venetian blinds? It was funny, wasn't it? I think they were trying to obscure and not make it too. Uh, it was the, I think, the interference, wasn't it? I think. Well, I think, yeah, but I think the other thing as well is is if it came out and it was a clear view, they knew somebody had leaked it, whereas this is, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's almost like a watermark as well. I, I get they were they were trying to make it look as if it was a sort of intercepted transmission, but uh, so it's, we, have we got a, oh, we got a picture of it. Wow, look at that. We've got two pictures of it. It's like in it's like on an old television, isn't it? With a, is it? It was six twenty-five lines I, in the UK, wasn't it? Yeah, I think interlaced. that's the same picture. Four or five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are the same pictures we used earlier in the news. Sorry like, to to ruin Chicks's big reveal, but uh, David got there first in Article Two. <laughs> it's like two two bat signals welded together, isn't it? It's, um... Yeah, definitely a ninja fidget spinner. I do like that description. Yeah. That is very pointy looking, isn't it? Yeah, it reminds me yeah. of blades. Spiky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Blades, it? It's a bit like a... Speed, it went. Oh. It's a bit one like those... one of those Ninja Throne stars, a shuriken. I'm Bless hoping you. that Bless when you. you see one, it sort of like unfolds all those blades when you first oh, see Oh, yeah. That would be good. They are all... Well, there seems to be two rows of blades, don't there? A front pair that goes... Round to the right, and the back set that goes round to the left. Yeah, and there's the, what are the two Let's things at the bottom? The are these look like mandibles or something, don't they? A little personables, please. Personables. Personables, yes. <laughs> mandibles or womanables. I'm digging the eye of Sauron in the center as well. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or is that the panic place? button that we uh, used in the blood. news? Can't hmm. really work out whether it's like a, a fly's eye or a blood clot. Actually, I think I think I think that might be Zen from Blake Seven. <laughs> Could be, yeah. <laughs> Information. Anyway, um, you anyway, only, yes. You only yes. have. Oh God, I've got to get my shoes and socks off for this. Um, oh, he. Well, you got to count to twenty-four. Yeah. <laughs> He's not from Cornwall. <laughs> Norfolk. Um. 
19 days, how many days are in it? Oh, yes, yeah, it's 19 days. You've got to wait 19 days till the update. So the update, update 15 will be the 9th of May. Do I get my calendar out there? Is that, is that? That means it's going to be before the next live stream, doesn't it? I'm yep. going in the calendar. Oh, it's the day after the bank holiday. So it's yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, because it's at the work going to do it on the 8th. Because that. But somebody holidayed the banks. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, what, loads of bank holidays. The 9th update. of May, update 15. You Yay, to... I'm off that week. Oh, nice. There's loads of bank holidays in May, aren't there? Don't forget your bank holiday in Lou, then. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't get the bank. We don't get it. We're getting a, a floating day, as it were. Yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm probably working, getting, getting overtime. So uh, yeah, that's life at the moment for me. Well, I don't go any holidays. <laughs> you get seven days a week of holidays. Yeah. <laughs> Bank holiday in Lou. Other Cornish fishing villages are available. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the and then the pasties, the pasties would be as nice. So so amidst the cheers of. When uh, when update fifteen was announced, they snuck in that the next live stream would be the eighteenth of May. Hoping nobody yeah. was listening, Ouch. they were all still too ecstatic. Anyway, so well, four they've, weeks. They've they've lost Bruce, haven't they? Have they? That was careless of them. Yeah, well, they, they checked down the back of the sofa, but he's now he's not there. Yeah, they're, they're they're down to a team of three now. One of whom can't easily make it into the studio to do streams, which means that it's. Um, off and Sally, Bruce. he's moved on to other games. Still within oh. FDev, but he's doing Formula oh, he's, One and he's that Zach, thing. And yeah, a apparently all their best yeah. talent gets co-opted into other games that need community building. Whereas Elite's community is just so amazing that that we can manage yeah. with fewer dev, uh, fewer community managers. It, Our community is very much established, though, wasn't it? It's called no. succession planning. Our community is very much stabby. Was that? Yeah, yeah, that'll do. Yeah, that's because the game's I dead. Think that's, I think that's more of the Assassin's Creed community that's more stabby. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, yeah, that was, um... that was that was the live stream. It was, I quite enjoyed it. Even yeah. though I joined it late and had to watch it and catch up on YouTube about 15, 20 minutes behind the real thing. So I didn't really understand what all the text at the side was saying, all the chat. <laughs> Mate, that's that's like most of the streams. Or you just look yeah, at the, you know, it's yeah. it's very much like anything. If you look at our chat just now, yeah. Um, <laughs> now we we ordinarily we do space news instead. Space news of live stream news. Yeah. We get remember, space news. Remember in the good old days? Nah, there was, but there's not been no space news this week. No, there, oh. there was some fairly high altitude news, but it wasn't space news, was it? Did anybody hear that boom this afternoon? No. Mm. About, what, half past two, three o'clock sort of time? Yeah, half past three. Mm. Yeah. 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 The, the, the sound of an extremely successful SpaceX launch. Uh-oh. Well, it was yeah. a successful launch. To be exactly. Fair. It was. It cleared the pad. It cleared the, the, the gantry. It cleared the beach. It burned all 30, however many engines it's got successfully. All the way through to stage all, separation. All, all the news well, team seemed happy with it. Well, it did, to be fair, it did separate. And then the 4th yeah. of July fireworks mm. station came early. How many pieces did it separate into? More than well, 31. It's, it's a yes. minor detail. A lot I'm sure, more. I'm, I'm sure with a bit more <laughs> testing, they'll get it down to two pieces. 
Mm. Yeah. A- apparently, the rapid rotation mode or Catherine wheel mode was not designed in. <laughs> it, wasn't, right. it, it, it was a bonus feature that happened at the last minute. Was this Starship 1? Yeah. Oh. The next one might next... be Starship 2. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they it... shouldn't call it Starship. Maybe that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was bang. If they hadn't called it a starship, you wouldn't have had to go all the way down there and sabotage it, would you? It'd be ridiculous if you called it Starfish One. Mm. Oh no, that would be such a cool ship. Starfish One. I'm it's naming me. my next ship in Le- <laughs> <laughs> Starfish One. Starfish One. <laughs> yeah. Well, look at how many enterprises you had to do before they get it right. Yeah. Yeah, well, what is it, over a thousand? Seventeen hundred something? <laughs> that's sure. not enterprises, that's different ships. No, it's not. Oh yes it is. Anyway. Oh no, it hasn't. <laughs> oh yes it is. <laughs> if you mind you be I was I was watching, I'm thinking either this camera's rotating around a lot. All that thing's going round. You remember? Cameraman's drunk those, again. Do you remember get those those long balloons at parties? We used to blow them up, and then you'd stick a kazoo in the end and let it go, and it would fart its way around the ceiling in circles, just a drizzling gob all over everybody. Um, Cameraman, oh, the, the fun we used to have. It kind of uh, reminded me of one of those a little bit, and then it sort of went bang. Well, the balloons never did, of course. They just went and ended up in somebody's blancmange. Yeah. <laughs> well, the um, the cameraman, I would have thought, Jim, would have to be drunk. It's the only way you're going to get him strapped on the side of a rocket, really, isn't it? Well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, the guy who was sitting with between two stages, I wouldn't have fancied his job. Yeah. Sitting in there with a GoPro. No, they, they used two cameramen. Actually, three, one in the stage separation area. I would, I would have said they really should have had 31 cameramen on there, at least. <laughs> yes. Anyway... Yeah. Anyway, we'll have the post-mortem. I mean, to be, to be fair, they they turned it round after the uh, the attempt two days ago, didn't they? Was it two days? Yeah. <laughs> two, three days? Well, two two, two days of the frozen they valve. Then they turned it round, though. Yeah, the frozen valve worked perfectly this time. <laughs> Defrosted <laughs> beautifully. It was 15 minutes in the microwave and it was fine. Yeah. Hmm. So they're going to have another go when? They really should have put that back on the rocket. A few months. A few think, months. I think the implication well, was three to four months sort of time. Because they've got to well, find all the pieces first, haven't they? Before yeah, they've, they've, yeah got they, they've, they've got a bulk order in for sticky tape. So, but yeah, un, un, <laughs> unlike NASA that takes what three or four years to build an SLS, these things are kind of almost disposable. They churn through them as quickly as the previous prototype goes pop because they always expect it to, unlike NASA that expects everything to work first time, which is a different design philosophy. I'm not saying one's better or worse. They're just very, very different from one another. Well, it's subjective, really, isn't it? It's, mm. It all comes down to whether you're the poor bugger who has to be sitting on it, Yeah, whether you, whether you want it done properly. Or yeah, but just, would you, would you, would you, would you rather somebody had launched 15 that blew up and then three or four that hadn't blown up and you were on the next one that wouldn't, or that you were on the very first time. But all the models said it would work beautifully. Ask Buzz Aldrin. Yeah. Buzz Aldrin wasn't on the first one. Yeah, but none of these, they had no Saturn V failures. In fact, they had no Saturn failures. 
Mm. They all worked, but they did take a long time. And spent the lunar lander less billion so. doing it. The lunar lander was about yeah, is that not the one that nearly killed Neil Armstrong? No, that was the flying bedstead. That was the the test rig for the for the lunar lander. But yes. it, was, it wasn't a lunar lander. It was a it was virtually a bedstead with thrusters attached, hanging from it was a crane. A test, it was a test on rig a big to, bit of uh, to, bungee to cord. Train the astronauts how to fly the lunar lander. It wasn't because yeah. lunar lander was usually delayed. That's why Apollo eight um, went. Didn't have did, one. Did, well, it, it didn't have one exactly. It, yeah. it, that's why it went on the mission. It went on. Yeah, did they, they not go out of sequence as well? Did the Apollo thirteen not go before Apollo eleven? No, no. Oh, okay. They, they oh, changed the order of the missions around for Apollo's eight and nine. So they did all of the in-orbit tests after they'd done the all the way to the moon test, which were meant yeah. to be in the other order, but they had the right set of hardware available at the time to, to send just a, a command module to the moon, and they didn't have a lunar module to put in orbit with it for the Apollo 9 mission that stayed local to the Earth. Right. Well, did, did, did they take, like... I don't know. I know I know the answer is no, but uh, I would take a bloody big block of concrete with you or something. How do you simulate the mass or the... Bloody big uh, block of concrete, yeah. 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 Mm. That's what they did right up until Elon Musk went, no, put my car in it instead. Because yep. in the, the Apollo 10 uh, LEM, um, whilst they did the, the manoeuvre in lunar orbit where they, they docked and undocked and all the rest mm. of it, um, it didn't have enough fuel in it, just in case any of the astronauts um, to take it down. <laughs> yes, no, it, it was because it was too heavy a LEM. The LEM itself was a, an older model and was too heavy, and they couldn't have enough fuel in the overall mission mass budget for it to right. do a mission landing. So right. that's why they used that one for Apollo 10, because it couldn't have ever landed on the moon. If they, put, quite, if they put more fuel fine. on, they never would have got there. Was it? It was about five tons, I think, of the lem all up. It, it, it Something ten. like that, yeah. Not a lot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. heavier than an average car, but not by much. It's basically made out of tinfoil. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, shall we? Shall we move on? I think the the yeah. listeners nodding off. Yeah, I guess we've got to add. So we've do we? Got, ha- yeah. Let's let's leading. let's move on to this week's mug winner. And this week we don't have a muck winner because everyone who qualifies already has one. Ah, someone's missed out there. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So the secret there. Sooner or later. <laughs> so the secret there is if you deliver ten mugs a week, within a few weeks you almost certainly will win a mug. So get yes. delivering. Everyone who qualified this week, that is. There's mm. probably yeah. many more who didn't. Hmm. Mm. But um, that's because they didn't deliver 10 <laughs> mugs in gin. Yeah, so do not email it at parthatorbital.com because you're not getting anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> shall we go with word of the week then? Is very similitude. Very similitude. Very similitude. Which means oh. something that merely seems oh. to be true or real. Can you use it in a sentence, please? I certainly can use it in a sentence. She was experiencing a bad onion head trip of the most extraordinary verisimilitudes. Huh. <laughs> hmm. That's another one for, 
for uh, Volcarius's vocabulary. Yes. Mm. Uh, could somebody <laughs> post? I'm sure he already knows that, that one. Chat, please. I'm not allowed to post that in the chat. I'm not special enough. If somebody could post that into the chat. Uh, I'm pretty sure you are special enough, and it's not a link. It's just a word you're allowed to post there. Oh, yeah, I'm allowed to post words, right? I'll post that in the chat then. I'll do it. It's already been done. Oh, has it? Mm. Afraid so. Beat you to oh, it. Oh, man. Yeah, but, but, but. But? Who's a but? What's a butt? There we go. It's a big butt. Yeah, something that merely seems to be real. Right. Anyway. Ah, here we go. It's time, everybody. Who loves hamburgers, french fries, and ants? Bob. No, Bob doesn't like french fries. Uh... It's Ronald McAdvark. Can we just please, please move on? <laughs> Anyone? Somebody? Oh, I know. Flossie, Flossie, give us some, give us some community goal news. That'll do it. All right. Flossie here with this week's CG News. Last week's CGs, well, there weren't any, so nothing to report there. This week we have two new CGs starting today. The Fight for Glee's 44 Citizens Forum and Fight for Gorluge. Factions aligned to the Empire and Federation have declared war in Peachy which lies in the path of Thargoid expansion. Who chooses these names? Relations between the two superpowers have been strained in recent weeks, following the corporate skirmish in Tavgi. This has exacerbated hostilities between two long-standing rivals in the Pichich system. Gorluj ex Exchange and the Glee's 44 Citizens Forum, causing diplomatic negotiations to collapse. A brief statement was given to the press from the Glee's 44 Citizens Forum's leadership following the failed talks. The typical federal response to their problems is to blame the Empire, so we are forced to resolve this on the battlefield. The ruling council of Gorluja exchange claimed imperial saboteurs have been undermining our operations for years and a military solution is now the only option the situation has also impacted the ongoing war against the thargoids as outlined in a report by freelance correspondent carleen troy with maelstrom legons fleet expansion only a few systems away, Peach is currently a key distribution point for anti-xeno weaponry and supplies in the region. 
there is a widespread concern that this conflict could disrupt the flow of resources to the front line, hindering defences in multiple systems. The Gleese 44 Citizens Forum and the Gorluj Exchange have each requested help from naval auxiliaries who can register their support for the faction at Triptree Port. The two factions have set out week-long operations to take control of the system, which began today the 20th of April. If either side reaches the final target, both campaigns will end immediately. To be eligible for rewards, you must sign up as an active participant before handing in combat bonds at Tiptree Port in the pitch system. And that's it for this week's CG News. And now we go over to the greengrocers of news, displaying giant marrows and suggestively shaped potatoes. It's Beetlejuice and Wotherspoon with the Garnet News Digest. Garnet News Update, 20th of April, 3309. An extraordinary video has come to light today. Allegedly shot three weeks in the future and sent back in time by firing it into a black hole. It appears to show a new variant of Thargoid, smaller than an interceptor but larger than a scout, capable of travelling very fast and with significant firepower. Four of this Thargoid's petals are smaller and they're long, thin and curved, resembling a shuriken throwing knife. It's unclear at this stage whether this is genuine footage, but if the Thargoids have developed much faster ships, then those commanders who rely on being able to boost away from high predictions and Thargoid interdictions may need to reconsider their strategy. The author of the video clip, known by what is clearly a pseudonym, Chuck Handgun, claims that these new Thargoids will not appear in the galaxy until at least Tuesday the 9th of May, possibly later. So there's still some time to engineer your ship up to 800 metres per second, so you can continue to evade the Thargoids, or there's time to learn to fight them and to prepare for the worst. Meanwhile, there are concerns over supply lines for those fighting the Thargoid invasion near Maelstrom Lygong after the Federation and Empire started another squabble, this time in the Pichich system, which lies close to the Thargoid front line. Those who prefer to fight other humans instead of Thargoids and want to get in the way of the anti-Thargoid war effort should head over to the Pichich system where they can turn in combat bonds. At the end of the week-long campaign, either the Empire or the Federation will control the system. But either way, it's perfectly possible that it will belong to the Thargoids by the end of May. In the One Drama system, the attempt to oust Azimuth Biotech continues. With the Masashi megaship back in Titori, Azimuth is vulnerable to being forced to retreat from the system, leaving it in control of just three systems, Titori, Mbuni and LHS-1163. There's considerable disquiet at the news that Salvation may have cheated death and be living on as a disembodied mind, as a guest of the Guardian Constructs. Given that the Thargoids wouldn't have invaded human space at all had it not been for Azimuth Biotech, they're not a terribly popular organisation. But their popularity may improve again if they develop another new AX weapon. 
humanity is fickle about things like that. Thank you, Commanders Beetlejude and Witherspoon. <clears throat> and now it's time for the rotten banana of news. Unsettlingly squishy and attracting flies. It's Mia Harkness with the Hutton Helper results. Welcome to the Hutton Helper Results. The Hutton Helper Results are sponsored by the Hutton Helper, the only third-party resource to come with a free upside-down pineapple to display in your cockpit window, if you like that sort of thing. This week, we have the following events. The two mangoes in a plantain cup, the half a kiwi fruit in your dashboard tournament, the large radish in a teacup deja vu trophy, the Small courgette and a tin of pear halves in the middle of the coffee table, Charity Shield. The beetroot in a grape on the toilet system, Taran Spectacular. And the melons on the windowsill, Award. So, red grape, green grape, red grape again, if you know what I mean. The hot nailpa results are... Afro Thaws jumped 24,000 light years to come first in distance travelled. Jicks sold 15,000 tonnes of cargo. Rincewin Kibru is the top mission runner this week again with 458 mission points. Alex Zuno handed in 444,444,444 credits worth of bounties. Boobtron handed in 1.4 billion credits of combat bonds. Milestone Barn destroyed 879 Darkoids. And Jack's Ring Rider, or is it Ringbinder? delivered 1,098 people to their various destinations. So, decals this week for Boobtron, Jack's Ringbinder, and uh, Small Circle, Square Thing, Dot, Star, Black Dot, White Dot, for Exploration Data Handed In, and Tony In for Ore Mind. Please email itookpart at huttonorbital.com and arrange to collect your Hutton decal kit which this week consists of Kendall Mincake Gin, a strawberry with the stalk pointing to Magnetic North, and a packet of raisins laid face down. If you know, you know. There have been 14 hut and runs in the last seven days, and the top five are Bandicoot with 1 hour 23 minutes 48 seconds, Norbert Patinod with 1 hour 23 minutes 51 seconds, Enzo Wingnut Pacado, with 1 hour 24 minutes and 3 seconds. Fish, 2193 with 1 hour 25 minutes 21 seconds. And Tau Z with 1 hour 30 minutes and 39 seconds. But there is a whole galaxy of stuff out there needing matibulated, desalinated, chuggled, taken offline, exploded, launched, rung in, decked with bows of holly, motivated, evacuated, unfriended, dejected, manhandled, or women handled. Smeared, deflected, kept warm in the oven, emphasised, fertilised, snuffled, flipped, flopped, mistranslated to and from Spanish, chilled, mugged, ginned, ginned, yep, wrapped up with a pretty bow, ship shot, rescued, having their immersion ruined, battered and deep fried, dead drop, painted, rolled down a hill, destroyed, bought, sold, squeezed, inflated, 
put on a gammon steak, mmm, liquidated, evaporated, smelled like discombobulated, recombobulated, head-butted, eviscerated, compressed, enveloped, strained, fermented, murderized with an S and terabanged, upcycled, violently downcycled, disallowed, but then reallowed after consulting VAR, smelted, loved, adored, cherished, and probinated, and you can earn yourself a very fetching hut and decal for doing it. To get involved, all you have to do is go to hot.forthemug.com That's hot.forthemug.com and download or sign up for the spectacular Hut and Helper available in three seductive formats. Let's face it, anything has to be better than having stoot than leaving stoot. I'll start that one again. Let's face it, anything has to be better than leaving two star fruits and a potato in your shopping trolley. Anyway, that's it for me for this week. Back to Studio 5. Thank you, Mia. And now we go to Amelia Hawke for this week's Galnet Rest Digest. <laughs> you are about to listen to Amelia Hawke. She tries all the galaxy's most dangerous rare items, so you don't have to. Galnet Rares Digest, I'm going to be popping a little LTT Hypersweet in my mouth again and reminding myself whether it lives up to its reputation as the sweetest thing in the galaxy. Manufactured at Smeaton Orbital in the industrial system of LTT 9360, these sweets are carefully crafted through splicing the DNA of the galaxy's sweetest crops and then running it all through a processing unit that pushes out little colourful nuggets of delight. The ingredients simply state vegetable extract, natural sugars, natural gelling agent, and no added flavors, colors, or preservatives. In short, they've created the perfect ethical sweet treat. Baked in special pans and sliced with monofilament wires into cubes, then pressed into cute little baby animal shapes, these mouth-sized morsels make your mouth water just by looking at them. That, and you can't help but go, aww, at how cute they are. The packaging is even cutesier. Anime-style animals gazing up at you with forlorn expressions on their faces, big eyes, and an aura of, I don't mind if you eat me. Just like the proverbial bridge-dwelling troll, even if I look like a baby billy goat gruff hopping and skipping across the bridge to the field on the other side. That's it, I couldn't resist one nibble. Oh, wow. Joy on my tongue. My taste buds were exploding with delight within seconds. Sweeter than the juiciest strawberry, not a hint of sour aftertaste, and with a lingering... aroma. It's an assault on the senses. A gentle one. Like someone attempting to beat you to death with a feather. Just remembering it gives me a little shiver down my spine. So... Rare? Yes. They're really hard to make and the machinery is really expensive. Those pans are specially coated so the sticky loveliness doesn't stick or burn or caramelize too much. 
The ovens have to be just the right temperature to within a fraction of a degree and the ingredients. Measuring them out perfectly, take a postgraduate degree and probably a doctorate in using a pipette properly and making just the right size dip of this and drop of that. One sip and you've gone from tasty to just plain nasty. But spend all the cash on the gastronomy and all the expensive tools, have an awful lot of patience and all the right expensive ingredients and you might just get 50% of the way to the quality that they manage in LTT. Live up to the grand claims? Oh my, yes. Worth the price? Well, more on that in a second. You may be wondering why the Galnet Food Digest has listed the, these as dangerous. I had a case of them delivered. I no longer have a case of them. Or rather, I, I do, but, but it's empty. I let my wife have one and ended up having to confiscate them before she could eat them all. Or any of them. The postman caught one whiff of them on my breath and began salivating all over my deliveries. I had to stun him. They're mine. I'm not sharing. Not with anyone. Yes, they're addictive. If they weren't rare, I'd eat myself into a sugar coma. It took me 24 hours to calm down, which time I rearranged my sock drawer, my whole apartment and half of the station in wide-eyed mania. All the while, I've been jibber-jabbering about this and that at the speed that's made people record me, slow it down and play it back to themselves at one-eighth the usual. And even then, I sounded like one of the chipmunks who'd been taking too many illegal chemicals and gone to a rave. In fact, the only way I could record this review was to do just that. The slowing down thing, not the uh, impression and the chemicals. Oh, and one other thing, if you eat too many of them, it has an effect. The kind of effect that means I've been locked in the bathroom for the past 24 hours, crying that they've run out, weeping at what's happening to my insides and wailing at the irreversible damage to my porcelain. Be warned, have one, only one, then have someone tie you to the scenery until the cravings go away. If you don't, trust me. Just, just don't. Go and eat something savoury to take the flavour away. This is Amelia Hawke reporting for the Galnet Rares Digest. I ate all the sweets so you don't have to. I'm off to find a hazmat suit and a power washer. Again. God, will I ever learn. Well, Sugar coma. sounds like a very uh, effective way of getting your house tidy, though. Very, very. It's like, it's like, it's like, or what is it like? We don't know. You tell us. <laughs> it's like, uh, is it like eating speed sherbet? Speed sherbet. Speed yeah. sherbet in a cube form. Yeah, nice. Could have done with some in the 10 minutes before the show. It might have meant that I got the images the right size for it. <laughs> no, but I don't think anybody noticed. We'll be fine. Uh, we, we, you would have had them in the edit. Better, but they would still have been wrong. Yeah. They, they sort of wandered into shot after a little while. It was fine. Nobody will notice. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Is it the sort of stuff that you give to other people's kids? Oh, yeah. Well, don't well, well yeah, she yeah, teaches yeah. them to swear. Tempting. Yeah. Like blue smarties. 
<laughs> they weren't smarties. <laughs> That'll teach you to let your kids roam around here. Uh, yeah, true. Well, I think that means that the only thing left to do tonight is put out the volume Rain warning. Mm. Well, that as well. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, th there will be a raid at the end to somebody very mellow and mellifluous and enjoyable who's always worth staying around for. So please stay for that. Eat but for it. now, yeah, but for now, turn your headphones down or move them away from your ears or just block your ears or curl up in a fetal position and cry softly to yourselves. You were warned. For that mug. Journey too long, a cargo too small. Profit margins never really mattered at all. We're gonna take the cargo where it's needed today. Super cruising all across the Milky Way. We're taking anything, anytime, anywhere. Loading all the teen out to the brim with the rest for the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Yeah, you know just where we're coming from. For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Everybody's seen a trucker's song Flossy always seems to crash into the sun Skibble the pilot on the Xbox One Having out the free, you know, leads us well Truck across the galaxy now everybody yeah for the more for the more for the more for the more yeah you know just where we're coming from for the more for the more for the more for the more everybody sing the trucker's song for the more for the more for the more you know just where we're coming from For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more Everybody sing the Chokers song Give me a large path that I can land on And I'll give you cargo and sing you my song No point twenty-two light years to go Cruising to Twenty too long No cargo too small The profit margins never really mattered at all Gonna take the cargo where it's needed today 
Super cruising all across the Milky Way. We're taking anything, any time, anywhere. So shout it out loud, like you don't even care for the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Yeah, you know just where we're coming from. For the more, for the more, for the more. Everybody sing the Chuckers song for the more, for the more, for the more. Yeah, you know just where we're coming from. For the more, for the more. Everybody sing the Chuckers song. That's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off too? Seamless.